everyone. I'm Lisa. And I'm Dawn. And this is I Hate It, Let's Watch It, where we watch shows we love and then rip them apart. Oh, this was... Something. Bonkers? <laughs> Truly something. I don't think we've ever been more confused than no. we were this week. And like legitimately confused. Right. It wasn't like, a, oh, you know, no, literally, I feel like there were contradictions in a way. I don't know. It, it was, I, I can't even describe. Anything. I know. I, I've expressed my fears to you repeatedly over the past few days of like, I don't know if I can discuss this episode in a coherent way because my thoughts are just so jumbled and mm-hmm. confused because that's how the episode felt to me. I guess my main question is, why did they do this? Why are they doing this? Yeah, like I told you, and we'll go over it more, but it reminded me of Stranger Things in the Upside Down, like they're just doing this alternate universe thing. But why? Like, I really don't see a reason A reason for, like, there was really no storyline from last season that needed this to fix it or... Make it more interesting. Yeah, there was nothing. (laughs) I, I, I don't. I don't know. We have a lot. We have a lot to dissect. And to get us started, here's our 60 second summary. Buckle up, buckleheads. Here's what happened on Riverdale season six premiere this week. We pick up in an alternate universe called Rivervale, which seems exactly the same as Riverdale, except there's no bomb under Archie's bed, and Dr. Curdle Jr. is a pediatrician instead of a mortician. Reggie and Veronica are seemingly a power couple working to get their casino up and running, but there's trouble in paradise. Veronica accuses Reggie of being insecure. Meanwhile, she's the one sidelining him in what was supposed to be a joint business venture. Jughead and Tabitha move in together and immediately have to deal with an invisible bug infestation because Jughead killed a spider and apparently that's bad luck. Alice Cooper is desperately trying to bang Uncle Frank, but he is hesitant due to a conveniently tragic backstory story we've never even heard of until now. Meanwhile, Betty and Archie are doing nothing but banging in their sudden quest to have a baby, despite the news that Betty is likely barren. Tony and Fangs are at their wit's end dealing with a colicky baby Anthony, and their solution comes from Cheryl, who makes some sort of weird perfume that appears to solve the issue. But speaking of Cheryl, she's up to her usual batshit craziness, encouraging pagan rituals and blood sacrifices. She gathers the whole town for a Mabel festival and uses the opportunity to manipulate everyone into supporting the ritual sacrifice of Archie, which culminates in the removal of Archie's actual heart and also Betty being miraculously with child. Guys, what the hell did we just watch? All right. Um, God, where do we start? I mean, yeah, I don't know. Okay, let's start with the fact that when, (laughs) I mean, Jughead's doing his little walk through the town. That's how the episode opens. Introducing River Vale and introducing all the people's plot lines and nonsense. Which at that point is still the same. They're all the same. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Everybody's doing the same shit, except notable exception is Archie and Betty are not sleeping on top of a bomb anymore. Correct. It was a dream. Well, yeah. Yes slash no. So, I mean, my impression. It was sort of a dream because he she wakes up, he wakes up, whatever. And. And he's like, oh, I had a dream that there was a bomb under the bed and we were in a town called Riverdale. And I'm like, what the fuck I is know. going on? I almost lost my shit there because I was like, are you fucking kidding Because me? the whole <laughs> premise of the show even seemed like normal for Riverdale. Yes. So what? 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 Yeah. The Yes. The major issue that I had with this episode was why certain things were different and why others were exactly the same. Mm -hmm. 
And I was actually going to, you know, do up my murder board all nice and fancy with a column situation to decide what belonged in Rivervale and what belonged in Riverdale. Right. But there weren't that many things that were actually different from No, Riverdale. I would say there was like for every Rivervale scenario, there was seven normal things for Riverdale. Like it was just very I don't see how Rivervale is significant. Right. Like what and again, bringing me back to my initial question why are we doing this Mm -hmm. why is this happening (sighs) again more crazy things happen this episode yes don't get us wrong but again there was no need for like a town name switch and like a weird universe change i don't or this whole event like so presumably and i think jughead's narration kind of confirms this for us at the end of the episode that we're in an alternate universe correct Uh, but, but how did we get there? How did we get there and why are we here? And and again, it's not really advancing any of the plot lines. All it does is buy Archie and Betty more time <laughs> because uh, presumably there is still to a To get knocked up? Bed. I don't know. Uh, but it's just, that's a weird plot line. There's a lot of weird And plot just lines. even like the Cheryl plot line is normal for her. Right. It's okay. So here's my only caveat on that and the whole like Rivervale thing is in Rivervale, people seem to be taken in by Cheryl, whereas in Riverdale, people are like, this bitch is fucking crazy and they don't give her the time of day. Mm. Meanwhile, in Rivervale, it seems like people are more inclined to listen to her because she manipulates every single person into participating in that ritual at the end of the episode. Uh Uh-huh. And basically, she identifies everybody's need and what problem they're having, and then is like, "I have a solution, but I'm gonna need you. I need you to do this to right. be part of this whole thing." And everybody's like, "Yeah, sure, cool." And that probably wouldn't have happened in Riverdale. No, right? There was like really no like pushback from anybody. Exactly, they except for Archie, said- who is now dead. <laughs> is he though? R.I.P. Question mark. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's going to be this five episode event. It's well, going to be all something question mark. I do. And I mentioned this to you the other day. Somebody on the interwebs who is smarter than us helpfully speculated that this might have been the time when KJ Appa became a father and thus could be on paternity leave or family leave of some kind. And I did rewatch the season promo that we broke down last time. All of the scenes that Archie shows up in in that promo have already happened in this first episode. And then the promo for episode two doesn't have Archie in it at all. And then some of the cast lists that have been released for future episodes don't have him in it so i think it's like reasonable to say that archie in rivervale is dead right okay but obviously rivervale doesn't exist or at least is not again i think this is just like a coma weird haze dream of some sort whatever it is i hate it (sighs) yeah i'm not a fan oh oh But I just, is this like a pet project? Did somebody, one of the writers be like, I would really love to do this random five episode diversion where we just experiment with a bunch of weird bullshit. But like, what a waste of everyone's time. It is. Because again, we can't really differentiate between the two. And there's just so much, so many common things that why is this? Yeah. Why is it happening? We are just <laughs> We're broken records. <laughs> yeah. We're just constantly questioning why is this happening? right now yeah and i did mention earlier this week as well i saw an article saying that viewership decreased by like 45 percent from from season five which is pretty significant yeah 
And considering like viewership had already been declining since season two, I think pretty steadily had been declining. Uh, like this seems like a weird choice for a show that is struggling. Yeah. Unless they know something. Maybe they know that they're not going to get another shot and they're like, well, fuck it. We'll just do, do whatever, whatever the we hell want. Yeah. we want in season six. But it just seems like a very strange thing to do to the fans when there's only so many of us still hanging in here and i think the consensus will always be that like seasons one and two are like the best the best like i mean that's why we got hooked on the show is how those seasons played out so why are we going into these insane obstacles (sighs) i don't know so I guess let's get into some yeah, of those let's break insane this down. obstacles. One of the things that I initially wrote down when I was watching the show was that Dr. Curdle Jr. is a pediatrician. <laughs> All of a sudden. Right. (laughs) And now is that something that's just different in Rivervale? Like maybe he's not a mortician. He's a pediatrician. Or he's both. Or he does everything because right. he's the only medical professional in Correct. town. So I'm not really sure. But either way, I just don't think he should be around children. Especially since he suggested putting a toad in a toad. the baby's mouth. Yeah, but then also I don't think Fang should be a dad because he wants to leave the baby in the woods by himself. Yeah, that's not great And either. say, oh, the woods air or whatever it fucking is will cure the colic. Like, I'm sorry. Just let him cry it out in the woods. Let him cry it out in his bed. Like, what is... Right. Yeah. I mean, I guess the... Yeah. I guess the only difference is that maybe the parents aren't tempted to... Like, if they can't hear the baby crying, then maybe they're not tempted to go in there and, like... Stupid. I don't know. Man, I'm not a parent, but even that doesn't seem like a good idea to me, so... No. So, you know, that's... That's going on. Yeah. And then Cheryl fixes the colic with some weird perfume she brewed in her greenhouse. Which, which... I think is going to be an underlying substance. She She's probably think, cooking up a lot of yeah. stuff in her greenhouse. I mean, she does the thing for the pie that Archie later eats. Very stoked. Oh, okay. We'll get into that because, but. And the pancakes and the syrup, I think, for Jughead during the um, competition. What do you mean? What about them? What, they're drugged? I think they're drugged, yeah. But Tabitha made them. The syrup might have been drugged. Right, that's what I'm saying. The syrup was drugged. It's hard to say because... That was a weird interaction, though. It was. And it didn't click with me why it was weird until I watched the episode a second time. And I specifically was paying attention to how Cheryl brought all these people in because I didn't really... I, I didn't know what to pay attention to. Wasn't the it just promising time. them yeah, something she, to help them out? She like, identified all of their issues. So like Tabitha, when she went to pick up the pancakes, Tabitha told her about the bugs. Right. And so Cheryl said to Tabitha something along the lines of like, I can help you with this, but I need something from you. And similarly, when she gives Tony the, or when she tells Tony about the perfume stuff Mm -hmm. she says that you know now tony has to bear witness to something which we learn is the ritual so i don't know if she did something to the syrup or not because archie ate the stuff too the pancakes too right but jughead was very weird he was weird but i i think everybody was acting weird. or is that that just like a food coma thing like no i but i think he knew what he was doing i think Tabitha probably told him or there was some indication they all knew why they were there and what they were starting to facilitate. Mm -hmm. And maybe Jughead felt guilty about it. I think he knew at that point that Archie was going to have his heart ripped out. Literally. Okay. 
And the, similarly, I think Betty knew. I think Jesus. Here, here's the interesting thing. Interesting. In yeah. Quotes, relative to Riverdale. So I flagged this scene on my first watch. And even on my second watch, there isn't that much clarity. But when Betty makes a connection between those poppets, the little dolls. Oh, my corn dogs. Yes, the corn dogs. My voodoo corn dogs. The corn, do- <laughs> the corn dolls. <laughs> the corn dolls. Yeah. So when Betty makes the connection between the corn dolls and a cold case file in the FBI office, and she goes to Thornhill to question Cheryl because she's now made a connection with the initials RB mm-hmm. to Rose Blossom. We don't really know if that's correct or not, but that's what she assumes. So she goes there to question her. And that scene ended very abruptly, like super abruptly. And I found that kind of odd because you would think that she would have more questions, like that that there would be more Mm. to that interrogation and that we might get to see more of it. Right. But I also feel like we're at this time and place where it's typical of Cheryl. So we got like the low key answer and it's like, okay, well, Well, that fucking makes sense and let's get on with our lives. But the next thing that happens, the next scene with Betty is she goes home and Archie's like, Cheryl's up to something, blah, blah, blah. And Betty's like, no, I totally agree. And then Archie's like, we shouldn't go to this Mabel Festival. And Betty's like, no, we absolutely should go and like all investigate and stuff. And now on a second watch, I'm thinking there must have been a conversation that happened with Cheryl at that and point. And the infertility. She, yes, she finds out that the poppets are infertility dolls. But that's dolls. a lot of poppets to be infertility. Like she. Well, that's what, that's what Betty says. Right. Do we know that they are? <laughs> Right, but just saying, like, she literally put them all over where the maple um, saplings were. You know what I mean? So it's like, were they all fertility poppets or just that particular one that she had or... Well, I don't know because when Cheryl has her little Dutch girls make all of the corn dolls, she says that they're going to be a warning. The girls ask why we're making right, them. Right, so I don't see it being anything with a certain power connected to them. Right. I don't know what they're for. I don't have any. I don't have any theories oh, on damn that. Damn corn dolls. I'm actually not going to make any theories this time around because I just I'm like very over this. I don't think we're going to do well with that. <laughs> no, because this season because the, I I'm very off kilter. This. This whole thing has put me very off kilter. We're off kilter, but even last week when we gave our review of the preview, we hit the nail on the head with a few things. Quite a few things. We should be patting ourselves on them. We should, but I think after seeing this first episode, we are screwed. Yeah. Yes. I, I don't, don't know I don't on. see us seeing any <laughs> I don't see us predicting really anything going forward. And I'm confused. Well not confused, but well, I am confused. Yes. Let's let the record Sorry, state. let the record state. But after this five episode event, what stays and what goes? Correct. Like uh, do we harp on this shit for a long time or right. do we let it go do after we the pretend five like weeks? Like it never existed. Do does Archie wake up um again and instead of Betty saying or him saying, "Oh, I so weird we were living in a town called Rivervale." No, he's in the hospital because he just got <laughs> almost blown up by a bomb. Like, right. I, that's the other thing. Like, we have no acknowledgement of Hiram in Rivervale. That's like not even a thing that. We're but talking can I about. tell you, I follow Madchen on Instagram, and she posted a picture with Veronica, well, Camilla, and mm-hmm. Hermione. Okay, who will be in an episode? Interesting. Coming up, so I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> 
what None we're doing with that. I mean, yes, <laughs> Veronica still has a mother. Like, we get that. But I'm wondering what that interface is going to be. Like, what's the interaction? Why is she back? Why are we talking to her? It's going to it's gonna be interesting, to say the least, because I always wonder when somebody comes back for a little, what the angle is yeah, and why we're for. trying to intertwine them into what's going on now. Speaking of Veronica, do we want to get into their issues riverdale's power couple oh, i'm sorry rivervale's power couple as i roll my eyes really yo hard. that first scene when they were running on their treadmills and like doing biz on their bluetooth i wanted to vomit i was like i i hate this does like, this really happen i think yeah. it really does happen in like corporate america i literally hate those kinds of people so i'm very sorry if i'm alienating alienating any of our listeners right now but um if you run on a treadmill and try and do business. You know who I feel like does that? Yes. The guy who works at New York Life in our building. Yeah. I think he does that. He's got the energy for it. They haven't been in the office since COVID. Lucky. And they randomly come in like a couple of people at a time to check stuff. But like your office is completely empty. Do your very loud negotiations in your office. No, he does them in the hallway for all of us to hear. Yeah. So he definitely at home is on his treadmill doing this. Okay. Well, I hate him and everybody else (laughs) who does such things. (laughs) But I don't, again, we're back to a scenario and storyline that's pretty normal for this show, aka Riverdale. Right. And it does pick up where we left Reggie and Veronica. Yes. And we did discuss the night of, because we text throughout the episode, we live text, the time frame we're talking about yeah it's picking up right where we left off with literally everyone yes but there has been some passage of time okay like i said maybe a month three months like it's one to three months unclear but like i said baby anthony is still Still fairly baby he was just born though so like i mean i don't know i don't know but right so it could be three four months but still relatively soon so i don't feel comfortable guessing (laughs) so some amount of time has passed and Reggie and Veronica are in the throes of making their casino dream come to life, even though I guess we're kind of missing the part where they fixed all the other issues in Riverdale or Rivervale. And now the town council is like cool with them going ahead with their casino because we did hear when uh, in the last episode. Right. That was going to be put on the yeah they were like uh yeah not now we have bus stops to fix so i guess that's more of a you know dream world scenario for them yeah yeah it could is be. that what we're gonna call riverville now dream i don't world? care what you call it <laughs> call it whatever the hell you want. i want to call it the upside down yeah okay that's fine we can call it the upside down because i feel upside down when i watch it i was very very confused <laughs> so i'm actually on reggie's side here Yep. Because Veronica seems to think that he's projecting his insecurities onto her. However, she's kind of she's alienating treating him, him like crap. Yeah. <laughs> she's not treating him like an equal business partner. And I noticed on my second watch particularly that she just continues to throw sex at him like all the time. Like, As the solution. Yes. Because yeah. like there was some tension after he overheard her on Skype or whatever with that broker from Wall Street who was like, oh, you're just doing this until you Right, can come this back. is like a cut, yeah. So, like, he was, like, a little bit salty about that. Maybe rightfully so. <laughs> 
because yeah. um, Veronica had decided that she didn't want to live in Riverdale and like wanted to be back on Wall Street. And the only reason she couldn't go back was because she killed Chad and nobody was taking her. <laughs> so like presumably she could decide to go back at some point. So Reggie has reasonable concerns there. And then after that, she smooths it over by giving him a bonus of money and then proposing that they have sex on top of it. And it's Which like I would love to do. Sure. But like it felt really gross to me on the It second was gross. Watch. Yes. That I, does make sense to me now. I was like, this is this is how you solve this problem? You just get throw a lot of like money here, at it. I'm so sorry. Here is money and we're gonna have sex on it. Yeah. And um that should make everything better. Exactly. And then Don't be mad at me anymore. And then it happens again with the blueprints. Because when that she was showing sad. him that the blueprints, he was like, Where the fuck is my office? And she's like, Oh, and over site i'll just have them fix it and then you know we'll christen all the rooms and stuff and like right again, she immediately says we'll christen the room yeah him. and he's like no like now i'm pissed and and it's just she's like oh, and he's being so unreasonable and like thinks that you know archie's better than him in every way shape or form and it's just like what like what are you talking about no he's like literally trying to communicate to you that you're not treating him like an equal and you're not and she's just like oh this is obviously because he feels in you know insecure about archie <laughs> What? Which means you're just clearly constantly thinking about Archie. Yeah. That's... Uh... It's your guilt. It's your conscience. Well, let's remember. I mean, like, not so long ago, she and Archie were getting ready to shack up and uh, be together forever. <sighs> I hate so... this show. <laughs> so there's that. But, you know, that's how Cheryl ropes Veronica into participating into that ritual. Mm-hmm. Because... Veronica tells her about their problems and that's why she I'm not really sure what's going on with the wood sawing because Reggie throws that competition he loses on purpose yeah and I don't know why they needed Archie to win that just so that Betty could beat him in the final challenge I don't get how it goes hand in hand I don't understand because so when Cheryl makes the creepy pie she gives the little talk to her dutch girls about (laughs) why why she's doing this basically like they used to make this pie yes there's hold on i think i have it okay she explains to the girls that back in the day the village priestess used to bake a sin pie which was meant to contain the sins of the entire town and once it was consumed the sins would be absolved and the town would prosper however the pie has to be eaten by someone chosen who's special and strong enough to take on the sins of the entire town. Sure. So based on that, you would think the winner of the Maple Festival contest Mm -hmm. would be the chosen one. Correct. So why does Betty win the final challenge and then the crown and then Archie's the one who still eats the pie? That doesn't make any sense to me. If somebody can explain it, I would love I would love for somebody to explain mm-hmm. it to me because that I thought I knew what was going on until Betty like like on well, my they did, he didn't eat that he didn't eat the they didn't eat the pie till they got home right but why why couldn't he have won like why did Betty I could have sworn he this? would have he did hit a bullseye well he hit very close to a bullseye but that's I was going to and actually, then we don't get to see what Betty hits we don't yeah fucking but, stupid I mean we're meant to assume that she hit a bullseye but. I'm also thinking, so Reggie confirms that he threw the wood sawing challenge to Veronica. And then 
I think Jughead threw a pancake eating contest as well because we know Jughead has a reputation for being able to put food away. That should have been right. in the bag for him. And nobody else was in the contest. Like, miraculously, it's just Jughead and Archie eating pancakes together. Right. So I think it was all a setup to get Archie to that point, but then I don't understand why. <laughs> and, and again, I believe Cheryl arranged for Betty to participate in that last challenge. And win it. But I don't know why. Because at that point, I think Betty was already on board with Cheryl's plan. And but did it, it was so sadistic, the whole thing. And I felt like I was living a fever dream watching it just by the dialogue alone. Like not even <laughs> like not even what I'm watching and this whole weird fucking sacrifice situation. But just listening to them speak. I'm like, what the fuck? How do we go from point A to point B at this point? Like, where did this even I get Cheryl being a fucking lunatic. That's never changed. Right. right. The, that's the same. That's She's very much the same in Rivervale. <laughs> but to get everybody on board to do this makes no sense right. to me. I mean, and that's the difference. The difference in Rivervale is that people are actually drawn in by this for whatever reason. I think we're supposed to kind of suspend disbelief here and assume that there's something. She has some sort of pull or hold over people that's convincing them to act in this way because this is you're like you just said this is not what people would do normally right like jughead would never go along with this no betty would never go along with this abatha would not go like i mean everybody's fucking involved yeah so i think we have to assume like there's something going on here that and i for lack of a better choice of word i she's poisoning everyone like in some i think that's a perfect choice of word actually like i mean not in a not in a kill you kind of way right but i mean she poisoned something your mind. <laughs> when she that's the first thing i thought of when it started where you know it started with tony then it was veronica then it right. was betty you know like she's manipulating to a sense where i think it's not just her saying i'll help you if you help me Right. Or something else. You, you're drugging them. You're doing something with something. Hypnotism. Like, yes. Like there's something. Yeah. There's definitely something in the water, perhaps. Mm-hmm. The the thing that I found amusing is the whole battle over maple syrup, actually. I wrote in my notes, it all comes back to maple syrup. Because I feel like this whole episode was based on maple syrup. Yes. Well, I mean, Archie has his whole plan to take back maple syrup for the town of Rivervale by planting their own maple trees, which, like, why didn't anybody think of that before? Right. First of all. And second of all, I love how Cheryl, like, marches into town and is like, give me my maple saplings. And Archie's like, "Uh, these are for taxpaying citizens of Rivervale, which I actually really loved because... That's something that I think I had mentioned when she said she was seceding. And I'm like, you don't get to do that and then continue to, like, reap the benefits of being part of a community. And then I don't understand why she thinks that, I don't know, she's, the the maple syrup business carries too much weight in the show. (laughs) Like, it should That's what I'm saying. Like, it's since day one. Yeah. I mean, season one. Right. We watch it being tapped out of the trees. There's a whole ceremony about, like... Mm. We are based on maple syrup. Yeah. It annoys me. And I don't understand. I think they probably at some point say that it made Riverdale the town that it is because it was such a successful Right. I mean, we had aliens bathing in it. Well. (laughs) Bathing? Bathing. Sorry. Preserved. Being preserved. Preserved. I mean, they're kind of bathing. It wasn't really an alien. It was 
uh, cousin Timothy. So yes, 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 yes. I'm so sorry. He was just he was just doing like a fancy spa treatment and got stuck in a barrel and couldn't get out. Right. Probably and then, drowned in the syrup. Yeah, drowning. That would that's yeah. a scary thought. Actually. Well, yeah. I mean, ever since the maple boarding incident. Uh, okay, maple boarding. Um. <laughs> oh, when Veronica and Cheryl go into business together and they do the maple rum, which we then had very yes, nice cocktails, cocktails on, but it was always maple based. Sure, which is fine. It's just I don't understand why it's turning into a war now because well, no, I do understand why. It's because Cheryl has decided that she somehow owns maple syrup and Archie does call her out on that and is like, no, you don't. But uh, Cheryl is just so self-righteous sometimes. Mm -hmm. It really drives me nuts. I I really hate who she is. (laughs) Well, I mean, that's never changed. No, that's that's true. I have felt that way for a while. Like... I just, I also felt it was weird, like, Archie in Rivervale doesn't call Uncle Frank Uncle Frank. He doesn't? No, he calls him Frank. Like, he's, like, just another patron of the town. And he's very, like, you know, it it seemed, like, separated in a way. Like, I I think I was just trying to make sense of it. Like, what are are the differences? What am I supposed to pick up on? Yeah. And that was one of the things where I just noticed when they were doing their, like, town hall meeting about the maple syrups and the saplings and all that stuff. He's like, all right, Frank is going to do And I'm like, that's Uncle Frank to you, Maybe because it was a semi-professional environment. Like, he didn't want to be like, okay, well, Uncle Frank's going to take care of this. I don't know. I I mean, there could be something there. I would love to talk very briefly about Uncle Frank and Alice because that's probably the least weird thing that we're seeing. Right. I think it's the more um, realistic scenario. Like, that's the most Riverdale ish thing that I've seen. Riverdale ish, yeah. (laughs) But one thing that really kind of pissed me off was Uncle Frank's tragic backstory. That we're never going to go back to. I mean, we're getting that quick glimpse and then that's it. We knew that he was like doing sketchy shit for a while. He was a mercenary. But what we didn't know was that he had a wife and a child, which, by the way, how fucking irresponsible are you to be a mercenary and then also marry somebody and have a child with that person? He knew that it was dangerous for them or maybe just didn't care. I don't know. But that was really irresponsible. He also makes it seem like it's been very, it's very current. Or at least recent. I mean... Oh, we don't really. I. He was in I jail even, for how long? I mean. Oh, that's true. Yeah. He yeah. came to town. And and yeah, that all happened. Was that season four? Yeah. So like this was even before the time jump. So we're talking like at least a decade probably between. So he's still. When he was a mercenary. <laughs> yeah. So he's still Hung mourning. up on it. Yeah. Okay. So. I mean, sure. That's traumatic. But also. Get, get it in, it. bro. <laughs> yeah. Get, get over it. So you can Poor get Alice it. is horny as fuck. Seriously, I can't believe she danced around the issue for so long. She was being pretty subtle. Can you help fix my garbage disposal? Ugh, so cliche, but can you fine. stay for dinner? Like, I mean, I felt really bad for her. I think she handled it well. You know, she tried to work around it, and then she just came right out and was like, "Uh, what is wrong with me? Yeah, uh, <laughs> I would like you to stay the night in my bed." Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hope I have the chance to utter that in the future at some point. Uh, same. But eh, I wouldn't hold my breath. Uh, same. <laughs> okay, we should probably talk. Oh, speaking of things that we're not sure how the carryover works, Kevin. Oh, he has a little bit of a he. He has a very minor role in this episode. He basically just makes phone calls to alert people of stuff that's going on. <laughs> but he does. That's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> but he also. Um, expressed intentions to leave Riverdale and pursue an acting career in New York. 
And we just haven't really addressed that at all. And he's still in Riverdale. We don't know why. So. Well, he's in Rivervale. <sighs> he's in Rivervale. Yeah, so maybe- again, which makes me think this is a huge fever dream or a coma dream. And whoever's having it, either Betty or Archie, because that's clearly the two people that would have them. Everybody's together. Yeah. And we, but like, it's just weird because like we addressed some of the things that happened last season and then we don't address some of the other things but that's not necessarily new to riverdale no it's not episode but given... to episode they do that so i just want to like quickly talk about kevin's involvement so kevin pops up immediately when he calls betty because he was jogging in the woods and came across that deer sacrifice that was pretty gruesome it was pretty gross but it was a deer and not a human so yeah but it was on like it escalated pretty quickly <laughs> like a it was on like an altar an altar yeah i mean it was definitely a ritual sacrifice which betty connects to a a cold case file at the fbi again like i'm really i'm really reluctant to speculate and try and make theories here because i don't know what this is and i don't know if i should care or not because some of this the combo of we talked about it in the preview midsummer vibes Mm -hmm. and now I'm getting some True Detective season one vibes. Oh, okay. I mean, yeah. <laughs> sure. I mean, why not? <laughs> but based on, like, what Betty found in, like, the cold case files and all that, like, it was just very... The, that whole ritualistic in the woods scenario. Like, right. that was very... Like, that was a True Detective type thing. Mm-hmm. And Twice, we, And actually. we did find out from that cold case file that a drifter was murdered on blossom property in a similar fashion where like his heart was ripped out and yum all that good stuff so like again there's connections i just don't care to make them and then the next time we hear from kevin it's because the maple saplings got pulled up yeah he is just relaying like bad information and then the next time we hear from kevin is when they have when he calls archie to lure him to cheryl's for uh the ritual Oh, I thought Jughead called him for that. No, it was Kevin. So his caller ID is fucked up. I think, unless maybe I I thought it was Kevin. Just to fit. I mean, that would that would fit that would fit the scheme of the whole like you know. Okay, well, I may not be totally correct about that, but still, Kevin only made phone calls in this episode with bad news. So, I guess we'll get more on Kevin at some point. I just don't know. Well, we know he's in a musical at some point. That's true. Maybe that's in New York. Maybe. Maybe I'll be biting my tongue. Maybe we could venture out a little bit. Can we go back to the ritual a little bit? Um, do we have to? I just, I'm just, (laughs) Betty was so animatronic in this, like, very. Yeah, well, they were all very trance-like. Yes. And I just hated the whole, like, I'm with child. That. I oh I lost my shit when that happened. It grossed me out. It, I hate that terminal and just, and the way she said it too. She's like, "I'm with child." Right, like she was dead behind the eyes, <laughs> or she was a robot because it was just very systematic. Like it was just very yes. weird. And I think that was the intention. She was supposed to come across as being like under a spell or just kind of like not right in some way, shape, or form. Right. So um, mission accomplished. It was very creepy. It was very creepy. And also, I need to know: Do we know why we needed to rip out Archie's heart? Like a to make the town better? Is that what we're talking about? I'm I'm assuming, yes. I, so Archie was meant to be a sacrifice 
two, she who walks amongst the trees, which can we- Oh my God, yes. She said that a million can times. Can we have a shorter name for our deity? Because that's Anybody can walk amongst trees. Fucking cumbersome. So hold on. SWAT. Let's call her SWAT because it's she who walks amongst trees. So S-W-W-A-T. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I believe this is a ritual to appease SWAT because Cheryl's whole thing is like, we haven't been making sacrifices. We haven't been, uh, you know, honoring the old ways or whatever. So in order to fix everything, all the problems we're having in this town, we need to perform this ceremony. So I think I what I don't understand is why the deer was necessary. But again, the deer happened. Why does a human have to happen? Well, that's what I mean. Like, I don't know why. I don't. And Cheryl denies doing that. Right. And where are we going with where are we going with this anyway? Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know, Dawn. To get to the old ways, yet in Riverdale, she was all about her ancestors and burning at the stake and all that shit. We haven't heard anything about that now. She mentioned it briefly when she and Archie were arguing about 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 SWAT. So is that the same person? Is that the same ancestor? I don't. I don't know. I suggested that the woman in the veil or whatever that we've seen. Right. Right. I thought that that could be Abigail, but. we don't know. Um, and, and like, uh, she could be SWAT. Like, what yeah, is. Yeah, well, I do think, yes, I do think that the woman in the veil is SWAT, but I don't know who SWAT is at this right. point. Right. Like, we are being thrown the most random information. Yes. And again, they think we're dumb and we're not picking up on these weird changes because you can't go from obsessing over one. Th- I mean, you can, but <laughs> they can do whatever they want. They can do and whatever they, they want. Proved it this week. They really, <laughs> they really did. Like, did they just throw stuff in like one of those online um, generators, generators, yeah. and then just spit out shit that like was totally yeah, random? They let a bot write the script. <laughs> Absolutely, and everybody agreed to it. Apparently, yeah, everyone was cool with it. Thought it was a great idea. It hurts my brain. Yeah. While we're talking about Betty being with child, can we briefly also talk about why she and Archie need to have a baby so fucking badly right now? Because of Archie's mom? Yeah. Yeah. She wants them to get married and have babies, which is like- I But mean, they that- agreed on the no marriage thing, which is very normal. Yeah. Well, I think that's funny because she says everybody we know who's married is either divorced or dead. And, <laughs> and like, so who- <laughs> Who else do they? So like, let's think. So Chad and Veronica um, are probably like, maybe divorced and dead. <laughs> so uh, okay. <laughs> and then her father is dead. Right. Archie's dad is dead. Mm-hmm. Seems a little callous. Fangs and Tony, they're not married. They're co-parenting. Right. So I guess like that's accurate that most right. of the married couples they know are divorced or dead. But just kind of interesting. Hiram and Hermione aren't together anymore. Right. Um, the Kellers were divorced. Mm-hmm. When I heard that, I it hit close to home because that's like my brother's reasoning for not getting married. Mm. He's so like, honestly, you know, the, everyone I know is either divorced or miserable. The you longer, know, that kind of thing. The longer I'm single, the the more I think like, what's the point mm-hmm. of getting married? Like if I ever find somebody that is cool enough to spend the rest of my life with, why even bother mm-hmm. with all that bullshit? It's just to get gifts. Let's be honest, people. Amen. It's to get gifts. And Oh, so new idea, Mm -hmm. nothing to do with Riverdale, spinster showers, because some of us have never had a bridal shower and still need home appliances. (laughs) So uh, spinster showers, TM, and, uh, you know, you invite people to give you fucking gifts because you've decided that living life on your own is just as good 
as living life with somebody else. Isn't it the same as a housewarming party? Okay, yeah, but what if you never own a house? Okay. I'm definitely going to have a huge housewarming party when I buy a house, and then that's going to be my spinster shower. But other people who live in apartments, you know, what if they want a really nice How does one mixer? go about planning this? A spinster shower? Mm-hmm. Um, I think you'd probably throw it yourself. <laughs> Give me gifts. I think people will feel bad enough for you that they'll come to your spinster shower and give you whatever the fuck you want. Hmm, We can circle back on that. Spinster showers is going to be a thing. Okay, so Betty and Archie have to get pregnant for reasons. Mm Mm-hmm. And Betty finds out that she's potentially barren. She goes to Dr. Curtis Jr., who is also a gynecologist, I guess. He's the only doctor of all specialties. And... Uh, he's like, oh, five other women, um, like healthy childbearing women <laughs> came in here and were also barren, which is kind of weird. So is it in the water? Is it in the maple syrup? We what is it in? It, you know what? The thing is, this would normally interest me if this was in Riverdale. If this was in a normal episode of Riverdale, this would intrigue me. I right. Would, it would be a I board. I would put it on my murder board. It would be on the board. But right now, again, it's five other unnamed people. So, again, would Cheryl have any interaction with these people? Yes, no, maybe. Who the fuck knows? But Betty's the only one that gets help out of this whole thing. Right. So why, we mention, don't know how- why mention five other people if we're only going to... Whatever. <laughs> I... I you know, know what I mean? Like, why say that? Is I know. Why say that, though, if yeah. we're not going to bring attention back to the five other I mean, people. I guess maybe we'll see in the next couple episodes how things have resolved. I'm guessing that everyone who had issues are no is no longer going to have those issues because... Archie's heart's out of his body? Yes. So they've appeased SWAT and now SWAT will bestow all good things. So on we Riverdale. know right now, our luck, she's not been appeased <laughs> and Archie died for nothing. Yeah, I just... I, I think that that's how the trajectory of this season's gonna go i think now we're kind of probably gonna leave the bad luck thing behind hopefully and then move on to other weird spooky supernatural Mm. stuff we need to talk about the bugs that was really creepy i don't like this part of it was i don't like spiders um i've killed many spiders in my lifetime i don't like spiders but i could do spiders over oh i don't know pouring out my cereal with tons of roaches yeah yeah that was disgusting like that that's what got me like okay my house i'll get like centipedes here and there they Mm -hmm. creep me the fuck out spiders they stay in the fucking corners of the ceiling i leave them alone but that was disgusting that bothered me that and then seeing like the welts of bites on their bodies and not knowing where they're coming from that's really it made me itchy i i didn't like that yeah so not cool. No. I didn't know. Is it a thing that killing a spider is bad luck? I was going to Google it, but I have actually, I have a pretty strict rule about not Googling things regarding spiders because I don't want to see any pictures. I don't think it's <laughs> bad luck. I've heard, though, that a spider in your home or whatever is good luck and you should just leave it alone. They just tell you that so that you don't freak out about spiders in your house. But you should absolutely freak out about spiders in your house. <laughs> I was actually. To be honest, I don't kill the ones in the office when I see them. Look, here's my thing. Like, they're outside. I don't care. But, like, once you come into my domain, then we have a problem. And I was in my kitchen last week and I was like puttering around doing this or that. And I was like, I'll have to put my hair up in a ponytail. So I'm gathering my hair and I lean my head back. And right above me was the fan, the ceiling fan Mm -hmm. blade. And there was a spider right the fuck on it, like right above my face. It was very unpleasant to have that 
experience, but I didn't, I couldn't kill it because that's not a stable location. No. To swat something. You could have hurt yourself. You would have had to got on a chair. I would have had to get way too close to it to get a good shot. And if I didn't want to get close And if you missed it, you could have fell. That or it could have like fallen on my face. So that... (laughs) That's what I'm worried about here. I'm not mm-hmm. even worried about like damage to my person. I'm worried about a spider. I'm not worried on my about face. breaking a bone or no. I was done that frac- before. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It's just I don't want the spider falling on my face. Yeah, the ones in my house literally just stay in like the corners of the ceilings, and I'm like, okay, I can't reach you, and you're not bothering me. So whatever. Oh, so the end of my story is that thing's still in there. I don't know where the fuck it is. And he's not on the. He's not on the fan anymore. All spiders are heat, but. Yes, I was going to say I would call it a he. Yeah, sorry. Um, Don't mean to offend, but... The female spiders out there. Yeah, my bad, but they're all men. Okay. But yeah, no, that was a very um, disturbing scenario that the two of them had to go through. And I'm curious as to why that was happening to them. It was very plague-like. Yeah, well, it's because Jughead killed a spider and they have bad luck now and... I, but that was like extreme. Yeah, they definitely had the worst. Reggie and Veronica are fighting. Tony and Fangs, I mean, their baby's crying. That really sucks. So they right, he has colic, too. and then now he's fine. But, but like Archie are impotent. You know what really bothered me about that? Actually, mm-hmm. the way that Archie reacted to adoption. Adoption. I yeah, that was super offensive, and I don't know if we're supposed to give them a pass because it's not really Archie because we're in the River Vale universe, but he was basically saying like my dad made me feel like I need to have a child of my own. Right. And, and not like right, it needs to be my blood and the And whole it was thing. so rude to to say it that way to Betty, who is the potential problem. You know, like Right, like right. she's barren. And so to make her feel like, well, you can't have a child the the natural way, then we don't we shouldn't have any. Like Peace it, out. Uh it was <sighs> I feel like that's like real life, though. It was gross. I mean, it's horrible because I feel like that happens a lot. Some people do feel really strongly about having their own baby. Mm -hmm. And I get that, but you shouldn't put that on your partner. No. Like the way he said that and like, I don't know. No, I know it sucks. But I also think you and I are really not at liberty to... No, but I have to say that if I ever changed my mind in the future about mm-hmm. having kids, I would 100% adopt versus have my own baby. I just don't have that instinct mm-hmm. to want to reproduce of my own, you know, genetic stock. Mm-hmm. And I just don't see the point when there's so many, you know, orphans in this world. Right. So I completely baby. understand the reaction to Archie with that because it's like, you want to be a dad. I get that. You can be a dad in other ways. Right. Yeah. And to just, and to dismiss it so quickly, mm-hmm. I think maybe that's what bothered me. Cause again, he I- didn't really like give any remorse to the fact that she was barren. Right. Yeah. Like, like that was, a, that should have been like a really serious, heavy discussion. Like, between be there them. for her. And, and she clearly wants to be able to give Archie a baby. But the fact that she has just been told that she probably can't it must be so traumatic. And he's just like, well, I need to have my own baby. So, right. Um, like, like we talked it. about this. We'll Come just on have now. sex until it works. And then it's like, okay, fine. Cause you guys fuck to solve every problem. But that's also another really damaging thing to put out there about infertility. Like, oh, if you just have sex often enough. If you eat a pie. (laughs) Oh, the pie. If you suck pie off my fingers. That was really. Listen. Okay. You go first because I have feelings. (sighs) I didn't like it. 
It was foul. I did not mind the whole pulling her on the oh, table we thing. Discussed that was this hot at the as time. fuck. We discussed this at the time. But that don't was don't suck pie off fingers. That's disgusting. No, no. And I will say this: I love pie. I love. <laughs> I don't. So it was double disgusting I love for me. All kinds of pie. So it ruined pie for every you? pie. No, no, no. It never ruined <laughs> pie for me. But. If some guy stuck his finger in a pie and tried to get me to lick it, that's not sexy. No, pie is not maybe. a sexy icing. Maybe on a cake. Yes, sure. Yeah, yeah, but to dip your finger in a pie, but like a pound cake or something. Like you're not gonna like spoon feed somebody. I'm I mean, gonna throw up. I, stop. <laughs> I know that like American pie is all around. Uh, you know, that's a dick in a pie though. Fucking an apple pie, but yeah, no, that's not the same thing. No, there's no, no mouth don't. to pie ratio. Yeah. I don't know what kind of pie it was, but it looked like sort of similar. It had to, to have maple syrup in it, I'm sure. It looked sort of similar to the consistency of pumpkin pie, which is... Did it? I thought it was an apple pie. I thought it was like... um Lattice. Lattice. Crust. Well, I mean, you can lattice crust the pumpkin pie if you really wanted to. Most people don't, but you could. I, no, but it seemed like uh, viscous, you know, like um, thick textured okay this is making it grosser <laughs> no i know but that's like that's where i'm trying to go with this like like it's not a sexy item to to feed someone it's and not i was really disturbed by it so we're on the same page well let me that. tell you i have tweets to read <gasps> yay okay i'm so excited wait should we read them now hold on let me let's see i think i mean i think we covered literally everything and everybody we didn't talk about betty's dress during the ritual but uh, we can just <gasps> that was gorgeous. it was redonkulous it was huge it was this weird like <laughs> harvest looking ball gown i loved the bodice i love like the, the bottom of it was like i, I actually didn't mind the headdress either i don't know what was going oh cheryl's no oh, um, betty had one? betty's it was all flowers Oh, okay. But it wasn't too obscene. Like it wasn't. It no, I liked it. I kind of liked it. I didn't. I don't hate the headdresses. Actually, yeah, any of the ritual headdresses. The thing that I saw in my notes that made me laugh before Archie's quote: "Cheryl, I'm not a virgin. I'm not a virgin." <laughs> that was the most ridiculous line. It was ever because like. Yeah, we all fucking know that, clearly. Betty's with child, like, obviously. Uh, Betty's with child. <laughs> it's clearly your seed. I think that's all I have to discuss. That is so all I have. Please read your tweets. <laughs> They're amazing. Not your tweets, but tweets that you Right, acquired. I found tweets because I felt like the internet is an amazing place, especially Twitter. I needed to know that other people felt the same way that oh, we did. Oh, yeah. And I'm not even going to get... There's no context to any of these, so... Wonderful. We could just go... I mean, one, I'm going to have you guess what scene they were talking oh, about. Geez. But the rest are pretty general. <laughs> In all caps, what the hell just happened? I have no words. Somebody get Lily Reinhardt a psych thriller now. That's fair. You know, I love Holy Reinhardt. Yep. They're so in love. Can't believe that aired on national TV. <laughs> That's the one I want you to guess the context of. Can't believe of. that aired on national TV. Um, I feel like the obvious choice is Cheryl ripping out his heart, but you're scratching your nose like that's not No, it. an itch, but no. <laughs> uh, let's I feel like national TV wasn't the correct term. I feel like cable TV should have been the term, but this is what the person wrote. Um, now I'm blanking on everything that's ever happened on this show. They have sex all the time, so it can't be sex. Mm -mm. I don't know. You have to tell me. It was sucking pie off the fingers. <laughs> really? Oh, no. Yep. It was that with a picture of it, a screenshot, <laughs> and I was not happy. <laughs> Here's another one. 
It's funny how Archie's heart was between football and music, and now it's in Cheryl's hands. Oh, literally. Wow. And then this, somebody wrote, um, it's not really a comment. It's more like, a, I guess, a fact or a tidbit. R.A.S., which is... Oh, yeah, the showrunner. The showrunner. Roberto. Saying the stories told in the special, meaning the five mm-hmm. episodes, special will carry over into the rest of season six. And the whole babies and marriage story being a big one for Barchi in episode one just indicates that the plot will continue to be part of their story going forward well that sucks so river vale aside this should be continuing for the rest of the season thanks i hate it and i thought it was really funny this little thing that was the end of my tweets by the way but this i was on instagram and it scares you know we all know that our phone hears us and gives us ads (laughs) sure um, I literally got an ad for like fucking headdresses. Oh my god! <laughs> and like the one Cheryl wore in the ritual, and I'm like, okay, but like I don't need this as a product. Okay, like I don't want to buy one. If we ever do live shows, we're absolutely wearing headdresses for them. <laughs> that would be amazing. I would totally invest in that. But I even made like a comment in my own notes of it. I'm like, is this gonna haunt me for the rest of my life now? Yeah. Headdresses well, probably. and creepy heart ripping out rituals, but no, man, this was a this was a fucking insane episode. Cray. So I did a bit of a deep dive on the promo for next week. Okay, ghost stories. So in the promo, one of the things we see is the is the veiled lady who I'm guessing is SWAT carrying a baby in like an open field. Now is that baby Tony or is that baby? maybe Betty and Archie's like theoretical baby or another baby. I if she's got like fertility dolls everywhere, maybe she just like is involved with babies. Is she a baby deliver like does she like deliver- a stork? Yeah. <laughs> a very horrible. It's a lot creepier a scary than a stork. stork. Yikes. So I don't know what that means. And then somebody says something about the apartment that Tabitha and Jughead are living in. Mm. And it seems like they got it for cheaps. Because there was a murder-suicide of the prior couple that lived there. And they do show, like, it looks like Tabitha is going to, like, smash Jughead's head in with a hammer. But I'm pretty sure it's a flashback, like, that they're going to play the roles of that couple. Right, right. Or maybe it's going to be sort of, like, a supernatural thing where Tabitha suddenly starts feeling violent towards Jughead because of right, this energy. Right, a very, like, The Shining. Yes. I was going to say that, too, and then I was like, am I am I angling that right? But, yeah, I think that's a good Yeah, comparison. I would have picked up on that. Also, for the whole season, though, it showed the scene of her taking a sledgehammer to the wall. Right, yeah. So I don't know if there's a correlation there. I think they're probably, maybe they find something like of the prior owners. So I'm guessing, so again, I'm kind of guessing that their bug problems are done because now they're focusing on on this bullshit instead. What would you rather have? Bug problems or this? I wouldn't, I would rather not have any problems. (laughs) If you had a pick. Yeah. No, I would prefer this, I guess. Yeah. The bugs were gross. I'll I'll take a haunted apartment over bugs a thousand percent because I'm one with spirits. So I think they would leave me alone. Oh, Okay, that's good. I've been told by psychics that I radiate or have like this aura around me. Welcoming energy. It's yeah, (laughs) like ghosts don't scare me. So, well, that's interesting because recently one of my friends who lives in Massachusetts was looking at houses Mm -hmm. and 
she and her husband, they have three kids. They've been looking for like a larger house for a very long time. Like the housing market sucks. Mm -hmm. And so they've been looking for a couple of years now. And I feel really bad that it's taken them so long. But they finally saw this listing and went to go see the house. It was a really good price. And they were like a little bit suspicious. Mm -hmm. But they went to go see it. And it seemed kind of nice. But they... Did think that there maybe had been some flooding in the basement. It smelled kind of mildewy. So they weren't really like leaning towards it anyway. But their realtor later told them that apparently there had been a murder-suicide in the house. And it was actually um, a mother and a daughter. Oh, God. So like the mother killed the daughter. And then killed herself. And then killed herself. Holy shit. And the husband and the other, they had another kid, a son, and they were in the house at the time. So, like, really tragic. So they were spared? I would... Yeah, obviously there was something... How do you live after that? Yeah, obviously there was something going on with the mother and the daughter. Maybe they had an argument or, like, you know, something... Like, there was a lot of tension. Yeah, I want to look this up somewhere. It's got to be I tried. There aren't a lot of details um, to explain why why it happened, just that it did happen. But then my friend was saying, she was like, oh, I could never live in that house. So I wonder how you feel about that. Do you think that, like, if you if you got a really good deal on a house because there was, like, a murder or something really terrible that happened there, would that put you off to it? Or would you just be like, hey, this is a great deal? Half and half. I think I'd, before buying it, I think I'd go in with, like, a psychic medium or something. Mm-hmm. And just kind of get a sense of the vibes. Maybe sage it. (laughs) Sage it, but like get the vibes. Like if it was a very negative vibe, then I'd say no. But it's like, oh, there's spirits here, but they're good and they're not going to bother you. Uh, Okay, fine. Yeah, I'll buy it. It's cheap. I'm going to fucking do it. And again, it's a weird thing to say. I feel like I definitely have... I'm not going to say ghosts. I don't like the word. I don't like spirits. Ghosts. Spirits. I have spirits in my house. I definitely know I do. I have spirits. They're alcoholic, though. <laughs> but um, <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's just something that doesn't really scare me. Well, I guess we'll see what kind of uh, living environment Jughead and Tabitha sign themselves up for. Yes. Before we go, I just want to briefly read something that I saw online today. Yes. Um, because it... It made me laugh. So for whatever reason, the synopsis for the fourth episode of Riverdale season six Uh has been released, even though we just saw the first episode and we're not even like to the second episode yet. But that's when Sabrina is supposed to come in. So I guess maybe they're trying to push that. Uh So (laughs) according to the synopsis, Cheryl and Nana Rose reminisce on tragic family stories involving the Blossom women, which I can't tell you how non-excited I am for that. Yeah, I'm kind of already bored. And then elsewhere, the Blossoms will no longer be the only witches in Riverdale. Sabrina will finally arrive in town after Cheryl summons her with the help of Bailey's Comet. Let me just say that again. Bailey's Comet. With you a mean bee. Haley's Comet? No, I mean Bailey's. You know, the um, the delicious Irish... Liquor? Liqueur. liqueur. <laughs> Cream liqueur. To put in your coffee? Yes. Or hot chocolate. Oh, fuck. I spilled my wine on my carpet. No, it's red. No. You got so excited about Bailey's Comet. How big is it? Um, it was a pretty big stain, but actually it's coming up. Um... Okay, good. Because I was going to say, I think one of the legs of your table will cover it once we put it back. Oh, it was much bigger. Oh, no. 
Okay. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. So we have a lot to look forward to, basically. Bailey's Comet. And I think the next episode will be introduced to the blonde guy. Because I think I saw something that was oh, like... Oh, right. The devil? A stranger comes to town and everybody has to make decisions or something. Stupid. <sighs> so I don't know. As is the rest of the show. Yeah. I just... I don't know. And like I said, not going to speculate because I don't know what matters. And what yeah. I don't in, think so. we can really guess anything I'm anymore. I'm not going to burn my energy on this. Correct. I'm not doing it. Well, I hope everybody has a nice Thanksgiving. Oh my God. Yes. Gobble, gobble, turkey day. And <laughs> <laughs> don't kill each other on Black Friday. Yeah. Stay home. Cyber Monday. Saturday is Small Business Saturday. That's very, very good of you to mention, Dawn. Small Business Saturday. Everyone should be aware of Make it. Make sure you definitely purchase from... All the small businesses you know about. And um, obviously we have Cyber Monday, but we will see you normal time next week. <laughs> With more garbage. And until then, that's Endgame. <laughs>